the word of God, which I teach tonight, is entitled, When People Get Ugly With You. When People Get Ugly With You. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 24. When people get ugly with you. Listen to what it says. And the Lord's servant must not quarrel. Instead, he must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. When people get ugly with you. Have you ever found yourself in a predicament where you were trying to help someone who resisted you, spoke disrespectfully to you, or just flat out acted ugly? In that moment, did you find your blood boiling, your temperature rising, and your emotions agitated? Were you so angry that you felt like you would detonate? Be honest. Did you feel tempted to fly into a rage or if you thought you wouldn't be arrested, did you really feel like a thought about slapping him or her right across the face? I think we've all uh, been there before. Now we finish the first 31 days of the new year. And um, I'm almost absolutely sure that you've already encountered an ugly moment. Someone who was getting ugly with you. How do you define an ugly moment? It's, it's that moment where the behavior and the speech of another person is characterized by loudness, rudeness, and even demeaning comments. If looks could kill, you'd be dead. Disruptive, distraction, more of a critic than a contributor, nitpicker of matters that don't amount to any significance or value. An ugly moment, a person who gets ugly with you. Their delight is in making your time in close proximity to them so uncomfortable. They just got ugly ways. No one will get through this year without some encounters with people who have ugly ways. And did I mention the possibility of a last year carryover? That's right. Um, some of them followed you from 22. So here's the background. Timothy was serving as pastor of the Ephesians church, and he had some insubordinate people in church leadership positions. They had ugly ways. The plight of a young church leader, he or she inherits people who have tenure and longevity, and sometimes tenure and longevity in their minds translates into authority and control. 
how disappointing any of us would be if we messed around and died and viewed from glory the church doing better without us. Our authority and control doesn't matter that much to God. So Paul writes this second letter to Timothy, and he tells Timothy what kind of attitude he needs to maintain when dealing with people who had bad attitudes and ugly ways. Now, let me tell you, all churches have problems. I'm sure of that. Because churches are made up of people with problems. And there is a sense in which we are all Timothys. We're all ministers. We all have ministries. If you're a believer, you're a minister, you're a leader. And God has obligated you to bring light, direction, correction, clarity to someone's ugly situation. So this is just not an expose from a senior pastor, Paul, to a junior pastor, Timothy. This is the word of God for the people of God because we all have been invested and entrusted with ministry. Bad attitudes, ugly ways come into the church from somewhere else. They're not birthed in the house of the Lord. Uh, their issues did not commence with meeting you. Uh, folk with bad attitudes had uh, their issues before they met you. Uh, those issues came with them from home, from work, from a marriage, from the shop, from the salon, from the streets. And when they are not dealt with away from the church, they manifest themselves in the church. So Paul gives Timothy some great advice about dealing with people whose ways are not pretty. Number one, don't be drawn into a war of words when we are trying to correct people who have bad attitudes. Don't be drawn into a war of words. Don't turn it into a, a hollering match. Never get stirred up and enter into the fray of flesh, allowing yourselves to get entrenched in a war of words. Where did you read that you had to have the last word? That ain't in scripture. Where did you read that you have to win the argument? That ain't in scripture either. Sometimes, hear me good tonight, children of God, the victory comes in the retreat. Just walk 
away. Just be quiet. Just stand still. Just sit with your arms crossed. Silence can be a powerful strategy. One of Jesus' most powerful moments is recorded in the context of Luke 23, verse 9. He, Herod, piled him with many questions, but Jesus gave him no answer. Sometimes your greatest testimony will be your silence. I'd rather say no thing, nothing, than to blurt out the wrong thing. Jesus never got into a screaming contest because when both parties are hollering, ain't nobody listening. So Paul's advice to Timothy is to not quarrel. Here's something else that's a takeaway tonight. Be gentle. Be mild-mannered. Be calm. Be kind. Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians 2 and 7, but we were gentle among you, even as a nurse cherisheth her children. A nurse does not resort to jerking and grabbing and manhandling kids in her care. That would be physical abuse and endangerment of an infant. Likewise, when we are any ways other than mild and gentle with a person who is acting out of character, uh, we, we show childish ways. We ourselves become spiritual abusers. When people are acting ugly, they're not acting out of maturity. They're acting out of their immaturity. Instead of being childlike, they are childish. Know that some folk in your life, in your ministry, in your workplace, may be grown, but they're not growing in grace and knowledge. How can you tell? They operate more from emotions, tears, and volume than from calmness and pleasantry. If someone is acting ugly and you are the strong one, then you are in the teaching and disciplining position. Please don't fly off the handle, but lovingly deal with that person like a child or a young person who needs to be taught how to respond to authority and who needs guidance and correction from someone who loves them. It is not a matter of who's older, but who's closer to Jesus and who's operating in the spirit. It's not a matter of age. It becomes a matter of stage. Not the one who is the oldest, but the one who is 
the closest. Hallelujah. Here's another takeaway tonight. The ball is now in your court. That an issue comes to light puts you in a position to guide and to work toward its resolution. The worst advice to give a person is this. Well, that sounds to me like it's a personal issue and you need to deal with it. No, 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 no. Never tell a person who's acting ugly to deal with their issues because their behavior is their confession that they don't have resources and tools to resolve. Their bad attitude is, in fact, their plea for help. They're in a dark moment. The darkness has them. You are a child of the light. You have the word of God, which is light. So let there be light. The ball is in your court. And then here's the last takeaway. It's also a growth opportunity for you. Since the Lord knows all things, he 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 knows your face-to-face encounter. He knows you're dealing with a hot issue and a hot-headed person. So just maybe, just maybe, the Holy Ghost has sent that person your way. Isn't it amazing how sometimes you can resolve to stay out of someone's way And lo and behold, on more occasions than not, you find yourself intersecting with the person you resolve to stay away from. Just maybe the Holy Ghost is sending that person your way and sending you that person's way. So don't disappoint the spirit by missing the chance to guide someone to a higher level of maturity. Timothy wasn't assigned to a perfect church. That church didn't have perfect people. No such things as a perfect church with perfect people. It does not exist. We're not a perfect people, but we are a persuaded people, fully convinced that the ways of our Lord and the words of our mouth can make a difference in the ugliest situations. So, the next time you have to deal with someone having an ugly moment, it's not time to go to war. It's time for you to bless them with an exhibition of what Jesus would do. Show him. Show her that God does not like ugly and pretty is as pretty does. Hallelujah. That's the word of faith which I teach tonight when people get ugly with you. Amen.
Amen. Amen.